I wasn't. I was not the girl that was reading books <laughs> at 19. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I was, yeah, yeah. but I wasn't. And I remember my first mentor at 22 was like, "You got to read 10 pages a day. Mm -hmm. That's gonna equate to about a book a month. Yep. That's 12 books a year. Think about where you can be in a year from now if you read 12 books that had to do with what it is you're trying to grow in." I like that. And I was coachable. Mm -hmm. And again, even back then, I, I grew into this student mindset of. Okay, if you want what other people have, you have to be willing to do what they do. And yeah. I saw my mentor at 22 driving his dream car while I was taking the train with my good old Metro card. Yeah. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's do you go. know what it's like to come from nothing at all? But every day you just want it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin Owens. I'm your host, and this is the Run to Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And I'm excited to hang lie. I got a personal friend of mine. She is a professional dancer, choreographer, speaker, a business coach from New York. Um, she's a native. She's worked alongside some greats in the industry. We're talking about Beyonce, Rihanna, Mariah Carey, the Super Bowl, Gwen Stefani. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. She's actually uh, got a movie that she uh, helped to choreograph as well, Color Purple, the <laughs> musical. <laughs> and she also choreographed myself at the Run the Play show. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for my friend, Ms. T. Rivera. How you doing, man? What's going on, nice bro? Nice to have you here. Welcome Thank to the locker room. Thank you for having room. me. You know, I'm excited to have you here. You know, we talked about this for some time. Right. All right, so <clears throat> I think it, the first question I wanted to ask as a, as a dancer and choreographer, mm -hmm. does your man have to be able to dance? <laughs> <laughs> of course you would ask me that first. Um, no. 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 Oh, so you didn't have to have no rhythm. Honestly, I'm so done with like dancers. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so, all right. For you, is it what, what has been the, your favorite genre of music to dance to or choreograph? I mean, that's easy hip hop. Hip hop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, yeah, yeah. born and raised. Yeah. So, and yeah, I actually. Video go viral lately too. You know what I'm saying? I see yeah, the moves. Yeah. yeah I, like you know. I like it. I like it. So, hip hop is first. What would you say second? Mm, R and B, okay. which is close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the movie, but... like the 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 movie that you choreograph, is it hip hop type thing too? Or no, it wasn't. Um, it was a musical. So I I love musicals as well. I yeah. grew up watching them. Yeah, but it was very different. It's a different genre of music, different era, different style of dance. Because it was you know so long ago. Yeah, but yeah. that was fun. Yeah, 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 I like it. I like it. Uh, I want to talk to you about the career field, though, because there's a lot of ways to make money. Right. And, you know, there are dancers that actually turn to choreographers and mm -hmm. people that just stay dancers. Mm -hmm. um, so that, I guess let, let's start there. What's the difference between just a dancer and choreographer? Everything. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Every, let, me, let me school you right quick. Yeah, please, please. So... As a dancer, you dance mm -hmm. for artists, whether it be you're doing, I'll speak specifically for commercial dance because that's the arena that I've worked in since I was 17 years old. So okay. I started as a dancer, mm -hmm. started working professionally at 17, doing you know music videos, TV shows, commercials, dancing on stage for artists. Yep. As a dancer, you're learning from the choreographer and okay. you don't have to create anything. You're 
you know, utilize your body, your talents to help bring the performance to life. Dancers are very much needed in this, in the entertainment space. Okay. And then you have the choreographers that create the dance, that create the vision, that create the staging. Yeah. They usually are creating what the artist is doing or not doing yeah. and all of those moving parts. Got it. So, you know, it's so interesting to me because it's like, it's like, we all have like a body, right? The same bodies, but it's like you come up with all these different moves and timing. Like, where does yeah. the creativity for that come from? God. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, people ask me all the time because I always choreograph in the room. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is there are some choreographers, and there's no right or wrong way to do it, mm -hmm. but that will pre prep at home or in a studio for a major job. Like, for example, we did the Super Bowl last yeah. year, right? Or even this Beyonce Dubai show that we just did. A lot of the magic for me creatively just happens when I'm in the room and I, I get inspired by the dancers, I get inspired by the music, by the artist. Mm -hmm. um, and I just I just create. Yeah. I'm just God-given gift. That's dope. Yeah, you know, and I think I think that's where I think that's what it is. What it is. It's gotta be a gift, right? Yeah, yeah. And everybody sure. kinda has the lanes and stuff like that when it comes to creativity. I guess yours is dance. But like the moves and stuff like that, you just do you see it? You be like, all right, no, this is it. Or are you practicing like just you start trying to stay trendy with dance moves? Like what is? No, I I don't think about being trendy at all. It just it just comes to me. I know that that sounds crazy, and that's yeah. why I really believe it's a God given talent. Yeah. One, how quickly I create, and two, I don't really revamp choreography once I create it, because that's a that's the thing too. Sometimes. As a choreographer, you'll create something and you'll be like, I hate this. Yeah. And then you'll recreate it and recreate it. I usually just trust what has come out of my body mm -hmm. and I'll I'll put it on dancers. And there might be a move or two that I'm like, that was trash. Yeah. It's not y'all. It was the step. Yeah. And then I'll change it. But when she yeah. did ours, it was the opposite. It was like, you're trash. <laughs> Y'all are trash. <laughs> we gotta change everything. <laughs> we gotta change. But okay. Go ahead. We work on it. We work on it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was honestly one of the funnest things that I did last yeah. year. Like, I love working on it. You did a lot of good stuff last year. Not, not <laughs> dancers. Oh. I said fun, not, not best. Just no, fun. no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I like that. I like that. She said she liked working with non dancers, you know? But I'm okay. You know, for me, I, actually, I enjoyed that experience because one, it was an area for me to be brand new in. Yeah. And truly be teachable and coachable. Because, like, you know, that's the thing that's kind of weird. It's like you could be great in one area and then mm -hmm. you go to another area and it's like you're brand new. And it's like, yeah. snap, this is how it feels to be new again. And mm -hmm. I like to put myself in those situations because as a coach in business, as you know, like you're constantly coaching people and developing people. Yeah. And if you're not careful, you can forget how it feels to be new. Mm. You can forget how it feels to be the new person that doesn't really know. So I, I say, okay, let me keep trying to put myself in environments like I did, like swimming lessons. You know, I heard about that. wasn't that, that successful, but we're still working on it. Dance. Okay, yeah. Um, I just bought a saxophone doing lessons there because I'm like, okay, how can I continue to grow as a person, one, right. but still put myself in environments like be new, be a student, keep learning, keep growing. So I appreciate you for giving me that experience. Of course, yeah, I got was you. That's dope. Um, what's the side of choreography or dance that nobody really knows? Okay, this is this is a good one. I think that the biggest thing or the biggest misconception is that people think that choreographers just create the steps and the routine. And I have learned my biggest lesson is that to thrive and to continue to have a flourishing career as a choreographer, mm -hmm. you have to do everything else. From knowing lighting to stage design to helping develop the artist, to making wow. the artist feel comfortable, having effective communication is major mm -hmm. as a choreographer. Looking at a job like the Super Bowl, 
there were 120 dancers wow. that we hired, 126 to be exact, on that job. So it's just like I can have the best steps all day, but if I don't know how to effectively communicate to 126 people what it is that they're doing, along with six artists that have six different personalities, right. um, and making each of them feel comfortable within their own comfort level, then the job's not going to get done at its highest capacity. Right. So I would say that that has been the biggest thing, that and leadership, actually. Yeah. You know, I have come to find that there's a lot of people who can actually be really great choreographers that I've seen in the industry, on Instagram, yeah. on social media, and they have great content. Um, but one of the things that I'm really, really grateful for is that I decided to learn skills outside of entertainment that have actually served me in my career as a choreographer. Interesting. Like leadership. Yeah, that's And dope. effective communication and yeah. coaching. Yeah. I got to coach these artists, too. And yeah. I got to coach these dancers, too. So... Yeah. Um, that's something that I think people don't really think about when it comes to the world of choreography. Got it. Okay, so talk about the transition from dancer to being a choreographer because I guess you did. You said you started 18. Yeah. Did you know at 18 or you knew before 18 or you were just like, you know, let me try this thing out? Dance or choreography? Dance. Um, honestly, I said, let me just try this thing out. I grew up in a very traditional Latina household yeah. where you're going to go to school, you're going to go to college, yeah. you're going to get that degree, <laughs> you're going to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually enrolled into college. Mm -hmm. I did one strong semester. Okay, what were you going um, to go to school for? So my major was psychology. Wow. I thought I wanted to be a psychologist. Wow. And then my minor was dance. Mm -hmm. So okay. I always liked to dance growing up, you know, like at the family functions. I was the cousin yeah. that would be like, y'all going to learn these steps. Right. And we're going to perform it for the family. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think that dance could be a career. Wow. Because right. I didn't see anybody in my family not just dance, but pursue anything that was non-traditional. Mm -hmm. Everyone that I saw from my mom, my dad, my aunts, my uncles, they all had traditional jobs. Right. So I'm literally the first person in my family to step out and say, let me just try something different. Let mm -hmm. me pursue entrepreneurship. Yeah. Which is what I really try to get dancers to understand too, is that as a dancer, you're 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 a business. You're an I was entrepreneur. Ask you that, yeah. Which we'll talk about that. But I started at 17, 18, again, because I love to do it. Mm -hmm. I started taking classes in the city, um, and I got booked on a few jobs here and there. And then eventually, I started working consistently, and I was like, "Oh, I could like pay my cell phone bill." Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, well, I could pay my rent." Yeah. Um, and it really shifted my perspective. So what what made me do the jump from okay, I'm gonna really pursue this? In 2011, I believe. No, no, it was it like 2009, 2009, 2010? I got hired to do this MJ tribute tour. So right okay. after he had passed away, I got hired to do this tour that was a memoir for for him. And yep. I had to make the decision, was I going to stay in school yep. or was I going to leave and pursue this dance thing that I wasn't sure about? I wasn't signed to an agent at that point. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. But I'm really grateful that I have parents that supported me and they were like, we believe in what you want to do. Yep. So I left school and the rest was history. From there, I got signed to a dance agency. And then wow. my first major music video was Beyonce, full circle actually, 10 years wow. ago. That's crazy. My first major music video in LA was her Run the World music video. Mm. So to so you're see, like in the video. Yeah. Wow. So to now, 10 years later, a decade later, to be a part of her choreography team is that's crazy. Surreal. Like, that's full circle for real. Full circle for real. But mm -hmm. I pretty much. Did everything I wanted to do as a dancer. At 22, I moved to L.A. Mm -hmm. to pursue dance. Okay, so before that, you were just in New York. I was in New York, yeah. hustling. Uh, not not hustling, like, for real, yeah. like, hustling. <laughs> you got to be careful in these yeah. internet streets, Facts. you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and 
again, that was another leap of faith where I was mm -hmm. just like, okay, if I want to pursue this at a higher level, mm -hmm. I need to be in LA. One, I will say that when it comes to the commercial dance space, everything, tour, music videos, commercials, TV shows, they're all shot and rehearsed in LA. Got it. So I was like, let me just go. I left my family, my friends. Mm -hmm. I thought I, I thought I left with enough money, but I had lied about that, <laughs> okay? I was like, oh, I have enough money to get a car, yeah. to get this, mm-mm. So I slept on, uh, and on an air mattress in a friend's house for six months while I figured it out. Oh. I rode a bicycle to and like an actual bicycle from Walmart to and from dance studios. Wow. Um, and that's also when I started my entrepreneur journey with network marketing, which mm -hmm. I'm sure which I'm sure we'll talk about. But um, by the age of 26, I had pursued all my dance goals wow. for the most part, mm -hmm. and I knew even a few years prior to that, that I wanted to choreograph. Yeah. And I felt confident and comfortable and at peace in the place that I was in as a dancer and what I've been able to accomplish. So I went ahead and I transitioned to choreography and how that started was I started as an assistant to Fatima Robinson. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Fatima Robinson. To she Fatima. changed my life, okay? She honor. Um, she changed my life, not just, she didn't just give me opportunities as a dancer because I started working with her in 2014 as a dancer. Okay. And then she hired me consistently and I was able to build relationship. Yep. And I was able to show her who I was and my work ethic mm -hmm. outside of just my talent. So when I had the conversation and I shot my shot mm -hmm. on like, hey, I'm looking to join someone's creative team, she took a chance on me. Wow. Um, so not only did she put me in position as a dancer, but as a choreographer, my trial job was Coachella. I was like, that is not a trial run, girl. <laughs> she was like, ready, go, threw yeah. me to the fire. But I've been able to grow under her leadership so much mm -hmm. as one, a dancer, then turned choreographer, as a businesswoman, mm -hmm. she's such a boss. And even just as a woman, I've learned so much wow. from her. But um, that's how I was able to transition is I was working with her as a dancer first and then started assisting her and then eventually uh, just joined her choreography team. And now she primarily produces and directs and creative yeah. directs and me alongside my brother, Adrian. Yeah, we, shout out to Adrian, he's screwed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah we, work, sure. we, we work a lot as a team yeah. on different choreography projects. So I'm taking a lot from that because, you know, sometimes people get started, it, and it's, it's natural, right? You get started in a new field, you automatically want to go from the beginning to be at the top. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, it didn't work like that. They're going no. from mm -mm. going to classes, back and forth little jobs, moving across the country. Oh, yeah. Riding the bike, still taking okay. classes, you know, okay. getting jobs, and it's like, Okay, and then there was a time of, like, you talked about, it was Fatima, you said, right? Mm-hmm. It sounded like you even had to serve her. Oh, yeah. In, in the relationship as well as you, as you started. I want to talk about that because a lot of times people don't know how that process is or how that works. Can you talk about, one, how, <clears throat> like, because you're really good at relationships, um, some things that have worked for you and that work for you in terms of developing them. Yeah. But then also, you know, the, the mindset to be able to say, okay, you know, I want to go over here, but, man, I got to learn and you know, be willing to be humble enough to learn from somebody that can teach you. For sure. Well, I feel that just in general, being a business coach, a choreographer, and even as a dancer, learning servant leadership, I mm -hmm. still serve her to this day. Yeah. Anything she needs, I'm there. And I feel that way about everyone that I, um, that I allow to lead me, because I think that that's a two-way uh, relationship as well. Like, you have to choose me as a mentee, yeah. and I have to choose you as a mentor. Absolutely. Right? Um, you got a book coming out called Menteeship. We're going to talk about that. That's good. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, I always looked at my relationships until this day I still do as what can I give this person versus what can I get from them? Yeah. And that has served me 
so much, not just in business, but even in my personal relationships. Like, yeah. how can I be of service to you yeah. with the thought of not necessarily needing something in return? So even joining her team, you know, most people, especially in the, in the entertainment industry and dancers, it's like, what can I get from this person? Like, what opportunities are yep. they gonna give me? Because you look at someone like her who has literally made history for hip hop and in the entertainment industry, it's easy to go to, oh, well, she can hire me for this or she can, right. she can do this for me. Where I walked into the situation, like, how can I make her job easier? Mm -hmm. How am I being an asset to her team? Mm -hmm. And knowing that I wanted to choreograph and knowing the kind of beasts of jobs that she does, I knew that I had to learn how to edit music. Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to edit content. I had to learn how to create treatments, creative decks. So I did wow. all that work prior to even opening up my mouth because I'm also a firm believer that preparation and opportunity when yeah. they're, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you have to be prepared for the opportunity or yeah. else you're not gonna walk into the blessing. Mm -hmm. So when we took that first meeting, I was prepared for the opportunity and I just focused on servant leadership. Like yeah. how can I be an asset to her team and honestly everybody in my life. So let me ask you, so did she say, hey, I need help with these areas or you were just, you just kind of recognized that was an area that Okay, you know, if I learned this, I learned this, I learned this, I could add some value. What was your thought process? Yeah. Um, she didn't necessarily communicate that she needed help in any specific area, but I was very close friends with, and I am still am with Adrian, who mm -hmm. was her assistant at the time, who was already working with her. He had been working with her probably for like five, 10 years before I started working with her. Wow. So he's been in the game with her for a while. Just seeing the role that he played, I'm just, I'm coachable, yeah. right? I have learned, especially with, with the business that we're a part of, if mm -hmm. you want what other people have, you have to be willing to do what they do. Yeah. So I looked at someone like Adrian who was already serving her and I said, what is he already good at? Mm -hmm. And how is he being an asset? And I knew that he knew how to do creative treatments and he knew how to edit music, he knew how to do this. So being a part of a team like that, you have to be able to know how to do it all. Yeah. And again, that goes back to the misconception of, cho of choreographers where it's like, oh, all you have to do is know how to create some steps when it's just like, it's yeah. not necessarily true. Yeah, I like that. Um, any, I know we, we talked about network marketing a little bit. I guess we can, we can open that up. Cause you said you learned some skills from that space and that's, a oh, space, yeah. that's a, you know, it's a business oh, yeah. where, you know, <laughs> for whatever reason it has a negative connotation to some people in the world. Yeah. I think it's a great, I think it is one of the best places to learn like oh, entrepreneurship skills. Absolutely. I, I literally think it's either network marketing or door-to-door -door sales. You're yeah. going to learn a ton. Yeah. Network marketing cause you're going to learn a lot more people skills. Mm. Door to door sales, you're gonna learn a lot of people skills, but like closing skills, and you gotta dust stuff off really, really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, um, what what's been your experience? Because you you've been able to go to a high level in that field yeah. as well. What did you learn from it? Were there any transferable skills that everything? Yeah, like right. network marketing changed my life. Okay, <laughs> no, seriously, like I I owe so much of who I am to mm -hmm. the industry. Yeah. Because Same. if it wasn't for network marketing, which I started at 22 years old, yeah. think I went into it thinking like, okay, I just need another income to help pay for my dance career yeah. or something to help fund my passion, which yeah. that's what it was. But it also opened up the door to personal development. Oh. I wasn't, I was not the girl that was reading books <laughs> at 19. Yeah. I wish uh, I was, yeah, yeah. but I wasn't. And I remember my first mentor at 22, was like, you gotta read 10 pages a day. Mm -hmm. That's gonna equate to about a book a month. Yep. That's 12 books a year. Think about where you can be in a year from now if you read 12 books that had to do with what it is you're trying to grow in. I like that. And I was coachable. Mm -hmm. And again, 
even back then I, I grew into this student mindset of okay if you want what other people have you have to be willing to do what they do and yeah. I saw my mentor at 22 driving his dream car while I was taking the train with my good old metro card yeah. like he was not struggling and I was mm -hmm. so I was a student to the game the minute I started at 22 years old and again just the world of personal development because I truly believe that network marketing is an industry that is meant to make money but it's really a like personal development disguise as a network marketing company for sure, absolutely. because I have come to learn that even for yourself and all of these other high-level entrepreneurs and earners within the industry, you really have to grow into a specific kind of person to make a certain kind of income. Yeah, for sure. And I learned that quickly. I was just like, okay, this version of Tia is not ready to make $100,000 a year. She's mm -hmm. not ready to make $25,000 a month. That conversation didn't happen in my household. Mm -hmm. $10,000 a month, like, yeah. huh. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, one, I learned um, how to stretch my capacity for what was possible for me. Got it. And that was major because it allowed me to set goals that were bigger than what I probably would have set if I wasn't exposed to yeah, what I was exposed to, yeah. the environment. Mm -hmm. You know, seeing people driving their dream cars and taking trips and I mean it's not it's not just about that, but who they were and how happy they were and how they how they led their life, it showed me what was possible yeah. for me. It taught me people skills, which mm -hmm. serves me well as a coach. Even within entertainment, I have my own dance program. Yep. And I think, I not that I think, I know that I'm able to coach these dancers better because of my experience coaching people on my team. Correct. Yep. It's taught me leadership. It's taught me sales, yeah. which I think everything is sales. It and is. Yeah. that's why I don't understand why people think network marketing is so bad because every, you're either being sold or you're selling something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just taught me how to be my own brand. It taught me how to take everything that I'm doing to a, a high level, another level. Yeah, yeah. Not like it's... it's like I said, great skills. Um, anything you don't like about it? I mean, let me pull out the list. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for real, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are some of the things? Um, honest. So, okay, honest. Met, uh, yeah. Just so you know, we've met through network marketing, right? No, yeah, for and sure. We've, uh, like, each time we've gone different ways, but we're still able to maintain a relationship. Yeah. Unfortunately, not everybody can do that. <laughs> That's you know? true. Yeah. But we were able to do that and, and a lot of other people. But, yeah. you know, any, anything you... Yeah, I feel like some of the things um, where there's flaws in... I don't even want to say the industry, but I think that it just depends on the company. It depends on the leadership. I've learned a lot about the importance of those things as well. Yeah. Navigating the industry, being mm -hmm. a part of multiple companies. But yeah. I think that there's a lot of ego mm -hmm. in network marketing. Yeah. There's a lot of division mm -hmm. when it comes to people feeling like they need to keep their team secluded. And this yeah. is my team and that's yeah. your team. And mm -hmm. um, I just, I was never that person. I was always cool. As you know, me and yeah. you have never financially benefited from each yep. other. Mm -mm. And I've come and spoke at your event and right. you've come and spoke at my event. Right. And it's always been love. But I yeah. think that that's rare yeah, in the industry. Sure. Um also, transparently, you know, you're building up someone else's brand and someone else's company, <laughs> not not knowing yeah. if it's going to be that tomorrow. Or not. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know, yeah. we've experienced this before, and I can say this transparently that I have been a part of a company years, years ago where I built up this large organization organization of people who believed in me, believed in right. what we were doing, and I woke up the next day and my back office was gone. Yeah. You know, and it's just like I think that that can. Uh, taint your reputation, yeah. you know, depending if you're not yeah. partnered with the right company and with the right people. Yeah. And it's, mm -hmm. I think it's all a learning curve. Yeah, it is. And it's, you know, the, 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 the climb to the top is way funner than the, 
to fall down. Because it's, like, <laughs> so it's like, you'd be like, dang, it took a long time to get up here. It's like the, the rise takes yeah. much longer than the fall. Oh, it's yeah, like, for no. sure. It's like, yeah, and, just like that. And I think sometimes pe- because of that, people can sometimes get uh, not just discouraged, but sometimes salty with the industry. The industry. Yeah. And I think it's like, for me, we were talking earlier, it's like, it's all about transferable skills. Right. Like the things that I learned, I'll always have them. And you almost can't even replace it. Like even now no. people be like, yo, how do you speak so well? Like, yo, I, I did. Yeah, same. How many, I don't even know how, how many, many presentations, presentations I've done, done at this point. Yeah. And, you know, in different living rooms with different types of people in different countries mm-hmm. with different languages and then Zooms. And it's like, okay, man, you, between that you learn, okay, the beginning was really trash. Yeah. And then you learn, okay, I learned how to become more effective. And all that is is by reps. Yeah. And you really can't duplicate that and you can't in any other way, the reps, but, but the process. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think for me, I always tell people, I, the thing I love is the people. The thing I dislike the most is the people. You know, I think it's, yeah. it's, all, it's all about. Bars. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> it's all about the, the right people that you're around and yeah. the right people that you're connected to is really, really um, big. For for me, what's interesting, though, is you've been able to have your career in dance mm-hmm. now going to choreography, but then also have another business that you did exceptionally well, you know, multiple six figures and beyond. Um, how are you able to do both of them? God. <laughs> and a lot of prayer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get this question a lot. And yeah. I think that I grew my tolerance for pain. My capacity for leadership has been stretched. My capacity to be patient with myself, to give myself grace, because it wasn't always easy. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not going to say that it was overwhelming because I'm also a firm believer that God is not going to give me nothing that your girl can't handle. Right. But you're right. You know, looking looking back at it, building a multiple six-figure business while also operating at a high level in my entertainment career, it really took me sitting back. One, I'm very big on creating a schedule. Like if it's okay. not in my schedule, it's not happening. Got it. So top of the week, I'll look at my schedule and I'm like, okay, how many hours am I ed- am I dedicating towards my business? Yep. Whether that be what Zoom meetings am I doing? What, what events am I flying to for the yep. month? And then I'll also look at my entertainment career, like what jobs do I have lined up? And I would just make it work. It took a lot of sacrifice and a lot of hard work and Again, it wasn't easy, but I made it happen. Yeah, no, so, I love it. Yeah, there because you answered the question I was going to ask you earlier: is that is dance entrepreneurship? Uh, we know no marketing is entrepreneurship. Is there any tip that you have, or like for people in business in general? Like, what's what's one of your go to things that works for you all the time? It, one of my go to things that works for me in business. Hmm. Mm. One tip, like yo. That's, and I would even say that's been transferable between dance and network marketing. Mm, that's good because they're so different careers. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I would say it is to focus on becoming the person who is worthy of the goals that you're setting out for yourself. See, I like that. I know you were going to give me something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's big. No, for, for both. Yeah, because what I like, I like for people to see is that every environment is going to be difficult to win. Yeah. And I mean, dance them, is hard too. That's what I'm saying. Don't get it twisted. You hear no's all day, every day. You got to build a backbone for that yeah. career as well. So people saying no to your dancing. So you just oh, you saying like trying out for both. Oh, like nice. as a dancer, especially as a woman. <laughs> <be like>, no. <laughs> Thanks for coming. 
<laughs> Snap. But especially as a woman, think about it. Like as a dancer, when back when I used to, back in my day, when I used to dance, I would get ready for an audition, mm -hmm. take time, do my makeup, do my hair. Sometimes to literally just stand in a line before they even see me dance, they're like, "Thank you for coming." Like based off of my based off of a look, based off of a typecast. So it's oh. like you gotta hear, and in both industries. I'm glad, thank you God for the no's, because mm. it led to the right yeses. Yeah. But in both industries, you gotta take it like a champ, because you're gonna hear no after no after no, and in network marketing, as you know, you're gonna hear a lot of no's too. Yeah, in fact. But both of them kind of were the same, but not, but it, it allowed me to build the backbone that I needed to win in both arenas. Yeah, I love it. Um, back to the dance space, have you ever seen anybody get blackballed? Can we cut the cameras? <laughs> Like, this, like, you don't have to say a name, but it's like... <laughs> yes. Yeah? Yes, of course. Okay, what... Cause Not I, many, yeah. but yes. What would be some reasons that a person might get blackballed? For sure. Um, exposing personal information. Okay, like of who they're working of with. Of who they're working with, um, of the artist, of the process. Mm. You know, I think that as a choreographer, I take pride in the integrity that I have with the people that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. And artists want to feel safe. Yeah, You know, they want to feel that this is a safe space, that you're not going to go tell their business or be taking pictures or drop videos. Mm. So I've seen people in the industry be blackballed because they're sharing information that they shouldn't be sharing. Yeah, That has nothing to do with them. Or sometimes people are just overly excited. I've seen certain dancers, let's say post a picture of the stage or rehearsal footage prior to a show mm -hmm. when it's like, girl, it's supposed to be a surprise. Yeah. And now the world knows because of you. Yeah. So what, does that person yeah. at that point get fined? They get fired? No, you don't go to jail. No, but I mean, you like, you go to dance jail, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not not really, but I think I'll speak for myself, like, you know, as a choreographer, if that were to happen, it just makes you look at a dancer or whoever in the industry, like this is not someone that I want to work with again because I no longer mm. feel safe with them in my space. Had it. So mm. that's a way, I think that's like the most common way that I've seen people get blackballed. It's just like, yeah, putting yeah. their nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah. So is that, because I've seen you work with some of the top people we kind of talked about. Is that something like in contracts or is that something that you just say, you know what, I'm just going to let It's just an unwritten busy. rule. Yeah. You know, okay. like, yes, there's NDAs, non-disclosure yeah. agreements, mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, don't talk about the process or, you know, what it is that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And just respecting the integrity behind the work that we're creating. Yeah. But I think it should just be common sense, but we know common sense is not so common. Right, yeah. Um, and, I, yeah. and I think we live in a world today, because I've seen it in the business side the same way. Yeah. It's like, you just be like, oh man, you, you should, I used to did that, because you're here, but you, you probably won't come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is like, oh man, yeah, was yeah. the post worth that much? You know, right, was, was the, right. was that little snippet to show somebody where there, was it worth that much? And, yeah. and, like, and I get I get capturing moments, but it's also like, you gotta kinda I would say if like if I have to ask myself shit I post this, I'm probably not going to. Yeah. You know, just to, yeah. I might show a friend and be like, okay, yo, this is crazy. I'm telling you. But, but that's like, why I think personal development is so important yeah. and I work very hard to teach dancers that because I think that comes from a validation yeah. that people need. They're like, people need to know that I work with this person or people need to know that I was involved in this mm. and people need to feel validated by other people and by external reasons where for me it's enough to know that I did the job. Yeah. You know, nice. I, I go home and I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I don't need to scream to the world. Honestly, half of the work that I did, even just in this past year, I haven't even posted about it. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. That's why I'm like, like, dang, that's, 
you barely see it like you know yeah. unless you know you right you of know, course they, yeah they, you're talking to it yeah so yeah. like it um who would you like to work with that you haven't worked with uh, well, it's pretty hard because I just work with the woman of the century yeah um this is like 16 year old Tia talking yeah. I would say Chris Brown ah because I remember watching 106 in Park and his first music video dropped and I was in my living room like who is this I want to dance for him mm -hmm. and he's someone that I've never worked with before wow even so being in LA to, too yeah being in LA I know his I know his choreographer yeah we're good friends uh but yeah, I would I, I would like the opportunity to create for Chris or for Usher. Mm -hmm. I would like some more uh, male male artists on my roster. That'd be tight, Usher. Yeah, about to because he's doing his residency. Definitely yeah. go to that. I gotta check. Yeah, it out. it's so good. Yeah, I haven't been. I gotta go. I've yeah. been. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. It's um, so all right. Question. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it to a different place. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> because because no because you know a lot of times we, we people talk about like okay high value male you know whatever but like all right the, there I knew are high it was value coming. I knew women, it was coming right high uh, value women so like in a relationship what do you look for in a relationship? Well, now that you ask, yeah, like what does a guy got to be bringing to the table? Like yeah. does he have to bring anything to the table? You know, oh like, yeah, for okay, sure. All right, um. This is a great question because, mm -hmm. as you know, and I can say this openly, I'm recently single. Mm -hmm. Depends on what you call recent. I've been single for a year. Okay, it's not um, recent, you know, not for the streets. No, <laughs> but I'm not for the streets, y'all. No, no. Not for the streets. No. And literally, last like I thought about this a few days ago. I'm like, dang, I've been single for a whole year. Yeah. But coming out of a five and a half year relationship, that doesn't seem like a lot of time. No, no, you gotta, yeah. Yeah, but That's I will say that in my Coming out of that five and a half year relationship, it allowed me to really sit with God and get clear on the kind of person that I want to spend my life with. Okay. And I will say for one, I'm going to just say a few things, because, mm -hmm. you know, but it's just a few things. One, someone who intentionally has a relationship with God yeah, is important. the most important thing. Mm -hmm. um, that's just, I found that to be a big factor in previous relationships that allowed it to not work we weren't yeah. equally yoked mm -hmm. i also very much believe in like if you are not hearing from god how are you going to know how to lead your wife yeah i agree you know so and yeah. thinking about beliefs and raising kids and mm -hmm. all of these things because i do want a family yeah. i do want to get married mm -hmm. and the reasoning and how and the morals behind how you do all of that changes whether or not you believe in god or not yeah even getting married yeah you know for some people it's just the next step in their relationship mm -hmm. But for those who believe in God, it's more than that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so sure. um, mm -hmm. that is like so important. Yeah. Someone who is pursuing purpose already. Okay. So no more people that you don't want to like a project. <laughs> no. I'm done with the project. <laughs> okay. Good. But I will say this. Like you he's know, got potential. You're no, not looking for potential. I'm, I'm not looking for potential. Okay. Okay. So no, okay. All right. But I will say though. I am so glad that I'm able to look at myself and see where I went wrong in my relationships. Yeah. Because now I know what to offer. Hopefully the next and only last person I'm be with. <laughs> okay. Whereas like before, I it works in my career as a choreographer, it works in my career as a business coach, but I like to fix people. Yeah. So I was like, you know, let me just be project manager and yeah. I can I can help you get to your goals and I can yeah. help you get your money up. I'm not trying to do all that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I've been there before. Now again, I'm not saying like, oh, you have to be perfect. But mm -hmm. the reason why I use the word purpose is because I think that there's a big difference between just having a job and then pursuing God-given purpose. Yeah. And I know that someone who is walking in purpose is going to have provision, which is also something that is important for me. Mm. 
And where there's no provision, there's no purpose. They literally go together. Wow, that's a bar. So, bars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and those are like the three top things that I know for me that I look for. And obviously someone who's willing to continuously grow mm -hmm. and evolve yeah. within it, themselves and with each other because I have continuously evolved. And even I've realized like, you know, the faults in my last relationship, I felt like I outgrew certain areas mm -hmm. in my relationship and I don't wanna, you only experience that when someone else is not willing to grow. Got it, yeah. You know? Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Um, so single now, do you shoot the shot or do you let guys shoot the shot? Have you like, what are, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, what are my thoughts? I have not really shot my shot and I probably okay. should. I know you, you told me I need to do better. I'm gonna tell this to all the ladies. Let me just say something to y'all, all right? <laughs> Cause you know, especially the ones that are looking for listen relationships. I'm, I'm open. Yeah, I'm just. But well, let me just say this because the girls that's not looking for no relationship, they shooting shots. You understand what I'm saying? They are shooting. So, and they shoot shots by pictures. They shoot shots in the DMs. They shoot shots by you know emojis. I just feel like I'm not saying you gotta do it all the time. Yeah. But I do feel like if it's somebody you like, okay, I'm like slightly interested. It like and you know, a shooting a shot is not like. Hey, hey, what's right. up? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you're looking real nice in that picture. But it's just like, in my opinion, shooting your shot is just opening up the door for conversation. Yeah. And if the conversation goes somewhere, then it goes somewhere. If not, it's just a friend. That's how I always looked at it. It was like, all right, cool. You know, sometimes, like, I know as a guy, you have to be a little bit more direct yeah. than a lady. Like, because the lady's like, all right, is this business or is it? But I'm you know what? And you know this about me because we're friends. I yeah. am a very direct yeah. person. Mm -hmm. I think that... Hey, man, you look real good in that picture last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very yeah. direct person. I just feel like... And you told me this. You were like, you need to slide in somebody's DMs yeah, and let should. them know what's up. You should. But I feel like... And this is something that I'm just going to have to get over. Mm -hmm. In all of my 20s or in all the relationships that I've been in, which I haven't been in many because I've always been in long-term relationships, yep. I've just met people naturally. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But you reminded me of something on, the phone, on a phone call we had where it's like... Now you get to be a little bit more choosy and yeah. picky, like the power of social media. You can literally be like, okay, do I even want to go on a date with this person or whatever the case may be? And I feel yeah. like I haven't really come across anyone that I'm like, oh, okay, maybe. I like social media because I can see your growth. I can see who yeah. you hang out with. I can see, I oh, can yeah. see a it's, lot ahead of time. It's like, it's like, like is your resume right yeah, there. Yeah, like I can see, okay, this is who they hang out with. Okay, do I have, let me check and see what they're what they about. Because it's like, I've seen some girls, I'd be like, oh, you hang with criminals. No. <laughs> I mean, and nothing, nothing against that, you know what I'm saying? But just, yeah. not, I prefer to not be around that type of no, environment. I, you know what I'm saying? I so feel you, yeah. I just, and I've and I i I've seen it on both sides. So I think that's a, you know, for my ladies out there, you know, shoot your shot. Um, any turnoffs, instant turnoffs? Bad teeth. Oh, snap. <laughs> so I'll be trying to tell you, I'll fix your mouth. <laughs> I feel bad like for a guy, teeth. I feel like I feel bad like, hygiene. I feel like teeth are the guy's BBL. <laughs> yeah. I just thought about that. I'm out of here. But I think it's so Cut true. Episode. But it is. You think about it because it's like. Because like, think about it. I have to look at your mouth, or I don't yeah. have to look at your mouth. Yeah. I have to look at your face the yeah. whole time we're talking. Yeah. So it's just like. Yeah. I also feel like how you take care of yourself mm. says a lot about a person. Yeah. You know, it's not a conceited thing. It's just yeah. like. Do you care enough about how you look? Mm. You know? And yeah. even for me, I feel like a certain level of physical fitness in a guy is yeah. important, especially because I have such an active lifestyle. Yeah. And not necessarily 
for aesthetic reasons, but I want you to be around for a long time. Right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can your man make less money than you? Can my man make less money than me? <laughs> I like the way she had to <laughs> she, She's literally trying to figure out how to answer. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now hear me, hear me. Just okay, like okay. hear my re- hear my reasoning, y'all. Mm-hmm. Listen, because I'm also not the girl that's like checking for your pockets, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, let's make that clear. I make my own money. Mm-hmm. But because of my last experience, just transparently, it was such a resistant conversation in our relationship because I made more money, mm-hmm. um, I felt, and I'll, I'll take ownership of this, but th- because of where he was um, in his own journey, I felt like I couldn't celebrate my wins or mm-hmm. I, had to celebrate, I had to celebrate them in private. Or if I wanted to do certain things, I had to take into consideration where he was financially. But that was a you thing, not necessarily him well, it Well, it became a us thing because yeah. I just felt limited. Yeah. And not saying, oh, we got a ball out, we got a, I'm not even that girl. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think that it would be nice to at least be in the same bracket. Yeah, okay. You know, just because of the quality of life that I've created for myself. Yeah. That I wanna continue to create for myself. I love to travel, I love to do things, and mm-hmm. I don't wanna feel, and I'm naturally that person, where it's yeah. like, if I'm chilling with you and I have friends like this who yeah. just don't make as, as much money, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm conscious of it and what we decide to do, where we decide to go eat. Right. All of the, you mm-hmm. know, because I know you might be looking at the right side of the menu right. when I'm looking at the left side of the yeah, menu. Exactly. Yeah. You what know. You, yeah, I get it. So for people that don't know, it's just she's talking about price or. Yeah. What you sorry. Want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I like. No, I agree with that. I think. I think it's important. And I think. I think for more people in relationships, they have to be more honest about. All right. These are like things I'm that are not negotiable. Yeah. Other things are negotiable. Um, That's why I said maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, it and I, I haven't I haven't experienced for myself a healthy relationship in that area with someone who made less money than me. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Someone might change my mind about that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I in agree. a perfect world, we would at least be in the same. Yeah, same I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, would you ever date somebody in your career field? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, they, to be clear, though, they I would don't not have date, to dance. No, I, I would not date a dancer. Oh, okay. So like entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. All right. But so. I. So guys, it's simple. If you're a dancer, if you're a dancer, don't just, come checking for me. Just hide the pictures <laughs> on your Instagram. <laughs> Make her fall in love and then turn it back on. No. All right. Get there. All right. So business wise, let's, let's jump back to that. Let's jump back to that. Um, how did how does a dancer like okay I'm a dancer like how do I go about building up like clientele or like business do you just you just hoping somebody hires you for the job or well now that we have social media you just need to get to work with posting okay so because, the dancers should dance on TikTok and do their thing yeah absolutely okay. social media is your digital resume as a dancer okay. so I feel like we are in a day and age where it's the easiest for somebody to get hired as a dancer because now I don't even need to call you into a room I can just have someone send me your Instagram and maybe like oh she's great mm. it happens all the time I've hired so many dancers from 
in Instagram, you know, wow. seeing seeing their videos. Uh, another way is for people to get in workshops and intensives and classes with people that they want to work with. Yeah, you so have some too. I have yeah. some too. I don't teach often mm -hmm. just because, you know, thank yeah. you God, I'll be busy. Mm -hmm. But when I do teach, I tell people all the time, like if we've never worked together, come to my class, come to my intensive, apply for my Breakthrough Bootcamp because mm -hmm. nine out of 10 times, those are the people that I'm hiring because it's like, out of sight, out of mind thing. If I don't know who you are, I've never seen you do my dance style. It's harder to give you a, a hard yes as mm. opposed to someone who just took my class and I'm like, wow, she was killing it. And then right. I have this music video that comes up and I'm like, oh, she would be perfect. Got it. Got it. I so. like that. So I can take the intensive. I have a shot. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Justin. Let me just break it to you now. <laughs> but I would pay you to come take my intensive. Oh, <laughs> You can take for yeah, free. Yeah. Guest spot. All right, thank you. Okay? All right, cool. I'll, let me know. Let me know. Because I definitely I need to go. Again, it's the beginning, beginning of the stage. Uh, <laughs> so I was going to ask you if you thought I had what it takes to make it, but you just told me. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Anybody <laughs> has what it takes to make it. All right. Dream but, big. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, you know, I think everybody has gifts in certain areas. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, so like, the, I, yeah. I, for me, I just try to find areas where my creativity comes naturally. I'm yeah. not trying to. I'm not trying to have my creativity be forced. Not not challenge. I, I don't mind challenge, but like if it's just there's some space that just won't come. Like I have probably four or five dance moves, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at that point, it's just not. It's <laughs> not gonna add too many more. So I'm like that's just not my lane. Although I love it. Yeah. So, um, what about dance? Do you feel like you don't like? So many things, to mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. I had to think about the list. Mm -hmm. So a few things. One, I feel that not in every situation, Yeah. disclaimer, not in every situation, but there's a lot of jobs where dancers don't get treated correctly. Okay. Dancers are not respected for the work that they put in. I think that... Men and women? Both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel that dancers, um, they're the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to pay. Um, when you look at everybody who's on a stage, from the background singers to the band, like the dancers are always usually the group that gets paid the least. Mm. And think about what a show would be like without no dancers. Right. I'll yeah. wait. Yeah. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? Like dancers elevate a sh elevate everything so much. Yeah. How are you going to do a musical movie without dancers? Right. So I just feel like um, the worth that is put on a dancer can be better. Dancers are athletes, and I don't think that we're mm. treated as athletes or compensated as athletes, mm -hmm. and we should be. How, how do you think that changes? Um, it changes with enough people coming together and saying no, but that's, let me not say that that's never going to happen because I believe that there's room for change, but there's always that new dancer who's starting today, who wants to take the opportunity for $100 to build yep. with their resume. Yep. So it's really hard to become one band, one sound, because there's been plenty of times where, you know, this, and, and there has been change in the industry over time. Yeah, for sure. The rates have went up, mm -hmm. thank the Lord. Mm -hmm. Should they be more than what they are now? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but it's taken so much time and so much effort to make this much progress. Yeah. Where if dancers as a whole just really stuck together and was like, we're not dancing for any major artist, any major label, any major anything until we're compensated X, Y, and Z, let's just say, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
I think that that may be a way that there can be change, but it's, again, it's hard because how do you tell someone who's 19 years old? I remember when I was 19 and I got my first music video opportunity. You're gonna tell me to say no mm. because you are 32 right. and you're trying to stand up for your rights, but I'm trying to build up mm. my resume. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just, um, it's just hard. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where do you find inspiration, especially on days where you don't want to do it? I don't find inspiration. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> that's real. No, that's it's real. Yeah. Like, and you know, we preach this in the business all the time. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of days where mm -hmm. you're not gonna feel like it. Yeah. And I remember reading this book by Danny Johnson called First Steps to Wealth. Yeah. And she says something in this book that I have always repeated to myself on days that I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. She says, we do not get paid for time wasted with unproductive feelings, we get paid for results. Mm, say that again. We do not get paid for time wasted with unproductive feelings, we get paid for results. I like that. So, whenever I didn't feel like it, I would remind myself of the result and that the feeling that I was feeling was unproductive and the definition of commitment is doing the things you say you was gonna do long after the mood you said and it has left you. So yeah. it doesn't matter that you don't feel like it. And that's why I said one of the big things for me was just stretching my tolerance for pain. Yeah. Because it's just an uncomfortable feeling when when I'm not inspired. It's just like yeah. the lack of inspiration really just comes for me, I'll speak for myself, just comes from being tired, yeah. probably, or like overworked, mm -hmm. which is common. I yeah. work a lot. Yeah. You know, and I'm grateful for it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not always inspired but I will always get the job done. Yeah, I like that, that's strong. All right, so we're gonna do some rapid fire, you ready? Uh, first of all, well, here's my here's one of my questions, it's not even on the, on the list, but. Okay. Um, <laughs> when you are dancing, do you count that as a workout day? No. Mm -mm. Dance don't do nothing for my body no more, okay? okay. At first it did, I mm -hmm. lost a lot of weight through dance. Now, yeah. your girl needs to go to the gym, yeah, okay? Yeah, got it, got it, okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, celebrity <laughs> crushes who? Ooh, I don't really have one. Should I? <laughs> yes. I don't have one. She definitely has one, guys. Well, now that I can think of, like, I feel like you asking me that question, I should be like, mm, it's this person. Yeah, but you have nobody thinking about you. Be like, mm. uh, uh Okay. Can every choreographer dance? <laughs> <laughs> this is rapid fire. <laughs> Not slow fire, Tia. <laughs> I think that, no. <laughs> I was just trying to find a better way to say okay. that. Okay, but okay, then. No. Every, then that means every dance is not good at choreography. Either. No, exactly, okay. Ab Got absolutely. Got it, okay, yeah. I was yeah. wondering if it was like reverse, no. but yeah. So you could be yeah. a great dancer yeah. and not know how to choreograph. Yeah. You could also be a great choreographer that like knows how to put a dance together, but you doing the dance isn't necessarily like. Right, yeah. The thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, okay. Yeah. Um. I always have a part in the episodes called Breakdown of Breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I believe that every every entrepreneur, every person in life, you have breakdowns. And I believe what takes you to the next level is the ability to break through. And it's lessons that you learn in those breakthroughs. So have you had a breakdown in your life, your career, whatever, and you were able to break through it? And if so, what are some lessons, um, strategies, anything that you learned that you could share that could help somebody if they're going through a breakthrough right now, breakdown right now? She Okay. So one moment in my life in specific comes to mind. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, actually. Okay. Or to the public. So world premiere, premiere, premiere. <laughs> um, at 16, 16, 17 years old, me and my mom got evicted. Okay. 
And I remember coming home from school one day, there were padlocks on the door. Mm. Like, literally, I just had what was what I was wearing and my backpack. Wow. And, um, you know, she was a single mom. She was struggling at the time. And I remember that's when I had just started. I just started dancing. Mm -hmm. So I just started taking class at Broadway Dance Center. I was, like, excited about dance. Mm -hmm. And this happens. And all of our stuff got put in storage. And she had to pay this fee that she couldn't afford. So mm. we basically lost everything. Mm. So everything I ever owned up until the age of 17 was gone. From my baby pictures to my sweet 16 dress. Like all of my clothes, literally all I had was what I was wearing that wow. day. And at the time I didn't realize it, but it really shifted something inside of me emotionally, mentally. Um, my mom went through the system mm -hmm. and she didn't want me to experience that with her so i went and lived with my i lived with my dad mm -hmm. which was new for me because i have always had a relationship with my dad but my my parents split up when i was two so mm -hmm. i lived with my mom my whole life yeah that was a big change for me and i remember um the day that we had gotten dropped off for her to um stay in a shelter the first night i was in a stay with her it wind up it wind up being right across the street, like a lot of you not. If this is the door to Broadway Dance Center, this is the door to the shelter. And I had just started dancing and there were like people outside and I remember having this feeling of like embarrassment. Hmm. And I didn't even get out of the van. I was just like crying. And I was like, mom, people are gonna know. Mm -hmm. And again, in that moment, it, sh it like lit this fire in me mm -hmm. at 17 years old where I, where I was just like, when it's up to me, I'm gonna make sure that I'm never in this position ever. Mm. And, you know, she was able to get out of that and, you know, everything worked out. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that was a moment in my life that allowed me to look at circumstances different. It allowed me to look at money different. Mm -hmm. it, at a young age, I took money serious. Mm -hmm. I, I, I forced myself to learn about yeah. entrepreneurship. I, I, I didn't grow up in a household where I was taught how to make money outside of working how to save money, manage, let alone invest. Yeah. And after that experience, I took it upon myself, especially, you know, I was turning 18, 19. I was, I was becoming an adult. Yeah. Granted, in that moment, I still didn't pay any any bills. I was living at home. There, I, didn't, I didn't have a job. So there wasn't much I can do that I was able to do and I felt helpless. Hmm. And that was a feeling that I didn't want to feel again. Yeah. And I was old enough to understand the feeling. Yeah. I felt embarrassed. I felt helpless. And the biggest thing was like, I'm gonna make sure that I never feel this ever again and that my family never has to go through this ever again. Wow. And shortly after I was exposed to network marketing and I ran with that mm -hmm. and was able to make a lot of change for yeah. both my parents. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I've been able to help them experience life at a different capacity. Hmm. Um, but that would be a moment that was a major breakdown for me. Yeah. But it was the biggest breakthrough because it unleashed this beast of a woman that I became because of that experience. Yeah. That's dope. I love that. I'm not happy you went through that, but I'm happy you went through that. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, I mean? yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's, there, there's certain times or certain things that have to happen for you to, yeah. you know, just. And you know, in those moments, you're like, why, God? Yeah. Why me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, now and, I never question it. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I've definitely had some situations you'd be like, Lord, can it get any worse? <laughs> right. Yeah, and then it does. <laughs> you know, Never mind. <laughs> I won't say that no more. <laughs> so, exactly. I love it. I love it. What's so, so, Tia Rivera, what's, what's next for her? Like, you know, obviously, choreography on another level, business, like, what, what do you see for yourself? Like, what's, what's coming up next? You know, Justin, I am living in my dream. Hmm. 
and I feel, and obviously there's always another level, yeah. but I think me just doing everything that I'm doing at a higher capacity and me, and one of the things that I've always focused on, and I mentioned this earlier, but it's just like becoming the woman who's worthy of all of the things that I want. Yeah. So I don't even, I never focus on my goals. I just focus on becoming and then my mm -hmm. goals just happen. Love that. Yeah. So in my choreography career, things continue to happen and I continue to elevate not because I've become a better choreographer or my steps are sensational, but because mm. I've become a better person Yeah. for the artists, for the community. So mm. the biggest thing is for me to continue to grow mm -hmm. into the woman who is worthy of all the career goals that I have, yep. of the man that I want. Thanks, um, period. Period, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just to continue to do what I'm doing, co coaching at a higher capacity, mm. I love speaking, doing mm -hmm. that more outside of the industry that we're both familiar with yep. mm -hmm. is another major goal of mine. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just to continue to grow as a choreographer, business owner, coach, yep. and eventually wife and there, mother. There we go, I like yeah. it. I like it, well, congratulations to you. Thank I'm, I'm you. excited for you. Gl grateful to be your friend and to be able to watch this journey. It's been, it's been powerful and uh, excited for not only what's happened, but, but what's coming, so it's big. Um, anytime somebody come on the show, you know, we'd like to give them something. So, Philly, you got my box by chance, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got some food for me because I'm hungry. I All right. So, got some stuff from, from new ACOs. Um, Thank and you. then I know you are on your content creation tip. So, this is <laughs> lavalier that you can put into your phone and have high quality video, audio. What are you trying to say about my quality now? No, I'm just, I'm just saying that's, you know, <laughs> becoming. <laughs> we gotta do better, girl. We got, yeah, no. I'm coachable though. The yeah, last no. time you told me to get a little, I got yeah. it, yeah. yeah it's just, but you know, I know Thank you're on the road too, so this is yeah. like, this goes, you know, so you can still have I love high quality it. stuff. So, you know, I just wanted to give that, you know, from the brand, from me, but. Also a gift to you, you know what I'm saying? So Okay, always repping. Make sure y'all get the clothing line, so I ain't gotta say it, y'all know now. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you support the brand. Um, and uh, yeah, so listen y'all, uh, this is another episode of the Run The Play Show. I told y'all we're bringing in top business professionals, entrepreneurs, leaders in their space. You just heard from, in my opinion, the top choreographer in the world, my great friend, Ms. Tia Rivera. Y'all just got to play from her, now you gotta go run it. See ya. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's Run to Play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come from nothing at all? With every